Hello there, it's Peter from Nourishing Soulfully and you're listening to the Nourishing Soulfully podcast. Now I am currently on maternity leave and whilst I'm on maternity leave I have scheduled up fortnightly podcast episodes taken from the archives of my two other podcasts. Nourish, Heal Your Relationship with Food and Eat, Move, Live Intuitively. I hope that you find this episode really valuable. Even if you've listened to it before, I really recommend having a listen again just because it can often bring up other stuff and we'll notice different things much like if we read a book again that we maybe hadn't noticed before. As always, if you could rate and review this podcast it would mean ever so much to me but what would mean even more to me is if you could share this episode if you found it valuable with others because this will help the podcast be found by many many more people remember you can also find so much content on the nourishing soulfully website and the blog at nourishingsoulfully.com and if you're fancying a little bit of self-development a little bit of self-care time and focusing on creating that self-kindness and self-compassion and getting to really know yourself, Elevate, the course in self-kindness is available as a self-paced course even whilst I'm on maternity leave. Head to nourishingselfly.com to find out more and let's delve into this week's episode. How are you failing your body? For someone who is known as a gentle, kind coach, asking you how you're failing your body is probably a little unexpected, a little blunt. This question does come with the very best of intentions. And in today's episode of Eat, Move, Live Intuitively, I'm going to be delving into why asking ourselves this question can be pivotal in the way we take care of ourselves and the first step in creating long-lasting change within our lives. I'm Peter. I'm a self-kindness guide, qualified life coach and trauma-informed practitioner. I'm also a certified intuitive eating facilitator and eating psychology coach. Take away all of the jargon around my job title, what I actually do on a day-to-day basis is support people to heal their relationship with themselves and with food to nurture a kind and gentle way of treating themselves and to take proper care of themselves. So, how are you failing your body? This question may be met with a rather defensive feeling. You may often think about how your body fails you, but to switch that around and consider how you fail your body, that's a bit uncomfortable. But we all do it at some point or another for short periods of our lives or huge chunks of it, and we do so in multiple ways. This failure to take care of the thing that enables us to live is commonplace and rarely spoken about. More often than not, we take the body we have for granted. Well, at the very least, we take it for granted, and I'd say it's even more common to dislike and for some to even hate the body that they have. So let's start there. Failing your body through hatred for it. The hatred isn't necessarily the failure, it's the actions stemming from that hatred that cause self-neglect. And self-neglect can be defined as putting your own well-being and health at risk, so this includes both physical and mental health. Maybe due to this hatred you wear clothing that is uncomfortable, 
squeezing into pieces that dig in and pinch. That that kind of digging and pinching reminds us all day of the fact that this feels too small on our body. It feels uncomfortable. It triggers us to notice the pinching and digging in which leads to further self-hatred, a vicious cycle. If this is something you recognise as your own failure, when you feel ready to, take some time to sort through your clothing. Try each thing on with your eyes closed, away from a mirror. Keeping your eyes closed, question if you feel comfortable. If not, it's time for that piece of clothing to either be put away so that you're not tempted to wear it anytime soon, or to be sold or given to someone who will wear it comfortably. Your body is not made to fit into clothes. Clothes are made to fit your body. Let me say that again. Your body is not made to fit into clothes. Clothes are made to fit your body. Another way that we can fail our body is by punishing it by not eating. So I think that there is a huge culture, diet culture, around punishing your body um, by not eating. So how are you failing your body if you're punishing it by not eating? You're failing to give it the fuel it needs to work at its very best. If you don't put fuel in a car, it's not going to take you anywhere. And if you don't put enough fuel in your body, it's not going to work as well as it can. And eventually it's not going to do the things that you need it to do. So punishment through not eating is only going to have a negative impact on your body. So how can we overcome this? We need to really question why Why are you punishing your body to begin with by not eating? What beliefs do you have around not eating? And what are you hoping to achieve through not eating? And really start to kind of unpick that and have a think about why it is you want to achieve that. I know that food and eating can be a really tricky, very mingled and tangled up thing to think about and to process and it can be very triggering. It can also be something that we hold on to and grab onto in order to take some kind of control in our lives. But if it's to the detriment of our body and we're failing our body in doing so, then it's worth kind of looking at that and having a think about why am I doing this? And if this is not helping me, what can I do to help the problem to support myself? Punishment through exercise is another way that you may be failing your body. So you might not be failing it by not eating, but you might be failing it by kind of going, I haven't moved enough over the past couple of days, or I've eaten too much over the past couple of days, whatever that kind of narrative is. So I'm going to do this form of exercise. Again, if you're not moving for joy and you're not moving because it feels really good in your body, but you're moving to punish it, that is only going to have a negative impact. The likelihood is you you will probably end up injuring yourself um, because you'll push your body too far. And at the very least, you're going to end up kind of having a poor relationship when it comes with movement and exercise um, 
because you're moving to punish your body. Another way that you may be failing your body is by body checking. Um, This is something that I have worked with many people over the years about. So body checking is looking in windows and mirrors at your body um, and not just a glance, but really looking and kind of picking out the imperfections, um, grabbing onto bits of your body and being really judgmental um, and shaming yourself about your body to yourself in front of the mirror or as you look at it and check it. This this is a way that you're failing your body because there is a lack of respect there. There's a lack of kindness. You wouldn't be here if it weren't for your body and what it can do. And you don't have to love every part of your body. But there is a way to get to a place where you feel pretty neutral about it or you feel pretty okay about it. Another way that you might be failing your body is shaming your body to others. So, um... Especially in the UK, there is very much a culture for bonding over um, shaming one's body to another person. Kind of going, well, I don't like my thighs. And someone else going, oh, your thighs are lovely. I hate my arms. And that's how people tend to do a lot of bonding. This sends that message to yourself of I'm not good enough. My body's not good enough. I don't like the way I look over and over again. And this tends to, after we've had that conversation, later on, it tends to cause us to spiral into more body shaming within our minds, um, which then has these actions that are taken afterwards that stem from that body shaming. So it may be a restriction in food. It may be not listening to your body and what you need. It may be restricting... um, nice lovely things that make you feel really good it may be punishing your body through exercise etc neglecting self-care is another way that you can fail your body so um not taking any medication that you need not keeping up with personal hygiene not putting creams on for things like athlete's foot or rashes or not taking um something when it may work like say for example you have a headache and you have something that could help you with that maybe it won't take it away completely but it might dull it and you're kind of like no it's fine I'll just suffer through it you don't have to suffer if you have something that's going to make it feel better use it respect yourself enough think if someone close to you was saying that I don't know they had a rash or they were feeling unwell and you had something that you knew worked for them or you knew that they had something that you knew worked for them, I'm sure that you would encourage them to use that. We don't tend to do the same for ourselves. And that's what we need to start doing. We need to start respecting our body in that way. Nourishing your body with food. We kind of spoke about this before in terms of punishing your body by not eating. Um, But equally, if you're kind of eating the same meals over and over again, and you're not putting any kind of thought into what would nourish your body, what would feel lovely, what would make you feel lovely. Um, And you're just kind of eating to fuel up and then that's it. You may not be nourishing your body with the right food. So 
it's definitely worth having a think about whether you are enjoying a varied diet, whether you're gently um, nourishing your body with meals and snacks that sustain your energy levels, that make you feel like your best self, that taste really nice, that satisfy um, your taste buds and um, your fullness and hunger cues and really kind of tuning into what makes you feel good when it comes to food. Another way in which you can fail your body is not getting enough sleep. Um, and this is something I bang on about to people all of the time, the importance of sleep. When we don't have enough sleep, it, it basically plays out in every area of our lives. It affects every area of our lives. Sleep really is that kind of miracle cure. It does absolute wonders for us. And when we're not getting enough sleep, um, it can cause havoc in our lives where maybe we wouldn't even make the connection between what's going on and a lack of sleep. But if maybe you're failing your body in that way, it's really important that you're kind of looking at getting between seven and nine hours of sleep a night. And you can't catch up on sleep. You can't kind of go, oh, it's all right, I'll catch up on the weekend. Sleep doesn't tend to work like that. Within that kind of area falls getting enough rest. So maybe you're getting enough sleep, but actually you don't have enough rest and enough downtime. And that's just as important, making sure that you your body has time just to chill and relax and that you're not uptight all of the time and you're not kind of tense within your body all of the time but you have time just to relax and and be and for your body to be and for things to just settle a little bit another way that you might be failing your body is physical touch and that doesn't have to be with another person that can even just be with yourself just giving yourself a hug or giving yourself a bit of a foot rub it's not quite as good as someone else giving you a hug and having that physical touch with someone else. But if that's not possible right now, that can be enough to respect your body and to keep you feeling um, well and lovely and, and be kind to your body. Something else to really consider is, are you getting enough daylight? And are you outside enough? Are you getting enough fresh air? So it's really easy to get caught up in work and life and jobs at home and things that you need to do and chores and errands but it's really important to prioritize getting outside getting fresh air spending some time in the daylight in the morning because it truly will benefit your body so so much it's amazing how much sunlight benefits us. I often joke that I am both solar powered and um, hydro powered because if I get a little bit of sunshine and I can go for a swim in the sea, oh my goodness, I feel like my true self. I feel like a different person um, to when I don't prioritise that in my day. Lack of respect, so doing too much, pushing your body to its limits and always saying yes to others. And that saying yes to others in turn is saying no to yourself. And it's you may 
kind of think, oh, really? Is that failing my body? But if it means that then there is a negative impact for you, maybe it's that you're not getting enough rest or enough sleep, or maybe you're not able to um, find time to make that nourishing food for your body, or you're not able to find time to kind of move in a joyful way that feels really good for your body or get outside and get some daylight, etc. Then yes, it is. That is going to be a failure. So it's really important that we kind of have that same respect for ourselves that we have for others and that we say yes to ourselves as much or more um, than we're saying yes to others because it's within the culture that we live in, it's very, very easy to just keep saying yes, especially for an easy life. Um, But life will get more difficult if you're not prioritising your body. You only have one body. And however much you can, it's really important to take care of it. As Elizabeth Day says in the introduction of every episode of her podcast, How to Fail, Understanding why we fail ultimately makes us stronger because learning how to fail in life actually means how to succeed better. And so I invite you to think about how you have failed your body recently and how you can learn from this and look after yourself, improving your quality of life and your care for your body. Creating a pledge or a promise to yourself can be incredibly valuable for this. And if you do decide to create one, I'd love to hear it. If you're listening on Substack, share your pledge or promise below in the comments. And if not, feel free to pop a DM over on Instagram. You can find me by searching for Nourishing Soulfully or email peter at nourishingsoulfully.com. I hope that this episode today has prompted you to kind of look at how, when we look at how we're failing our body, it gives us the chance to look at how we can truly take care of and nourish our body and tune into what our body needs and maybe what we're not giving it and therefore not giving ourselves. So until next time, be gentle and kind with your body. It's the only one you have. Sending lots of love your way.